Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We got a superb owl-sized episode for everybody this week. I don't know if everyone caught the big game. We say big game so we don't catch a lawsuit. We say superb owl so we don't catch a lawsuit because apparently you can't mention the word Super Bowl together in as like a compound word without getting a lawsuit in the United States. So, superb owl, big game. Fuck Roger Goodell. Or just a long <laughs> space between it. Super Bowl. <laughs> balls. <laughs> Super balls. Uh, uh, there's a lot of movie-related stuff that dropped along with that. A lot of teaser trailers. Uh, a lot of stuff that... A lot of new footage. Not a whole lot elaborating on... A lot of these trailers, they didn't elaborate on the story or anything like that. But not too much. No. Just just very vibey. You know, a lot couple of lengthy more, things. A couple vibey. short things but at the same time nothing too new by no l- brand new trailers by per lengthy, se. do you mean like a rope that drags like a muscle car across a gorge and mm, maybe lands i wonder it? that happened in some four minute long trailer featuring if if they do it on purpose one john cena just to make people laugh and scratch their heads if they don't fit his WWE music in there somewhere <laughs> in that movie, I'll be pretty pissed off. But anyway, we're going to be doing a massive trailer park breakdown for a lot of the footage that we saw during the Super Bowl commercials. But, Jay, before we get into doing yep. that, let's get into what are you watching? What are you watching? What are we watching? He's trying to watch some illegal channels. Oh, he's watching. No, 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 go past this. Past this part. In fact, never play this again. All right, but what'd you get down to watching this week? Not a terrible amount, but I did come across a little documentary, Taylor Swift's documentary. So I heard a little buzz about it coming out in it Sundance. Get, it gets like rave reviews, I hear. I have I'm not gonna Is watch it? it. Yeah. I don't know. To be honest, like it's it's fine. It's like the, it's 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 kind of exactly what you would expect. I heard one publication quoted as saying it is the best documentary about someone who looks like they are half alien that they've ever seen. That's partially true as well yeah yeah it's pretty accurate <laughs> she's like she, she she just looks like a gray alien with blonde hair it's, like she's six foot like five right maybe six foot seven i still, I she, still she rivals your height for sure i still feel like it's half measured okay you know like she hits all the beats all of her big moments throughout her career um it's right. very cliff noty it's very quick and taut and goes through her whole the whole span of her career. Now, every time Highs I went, lows. every time I went onto Netflix this weekend, it was like right at the top of my Netflix. So immediately the trailer starts, and then she was like, "This is the first time I'm ever gonna talk about politics," and it's like dun dun dun. Right. And it's I was like, like, "Oh shit!" They she, they, she, she they straight overly up, dramatized right. that. And she then, straight up gave like ten million would, to Trump's campaign. <laughs> I would say the only real <laughs> she dirt didn't. she didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> The only real dirt was like she she had a little bit of an eating disorder um, at a certain period of time, and that, and that makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, I would say that was by far the darkest thing you'll come across. What in teenager kind of in America didn't documentary either have or consider having an eating disorder? You're oh, looking sure. at a guy who's been perpetually twenty pounds overweight. Where I was like, you know, you just pull the trigger after every meal for a couple of weeks, you'll slim down real quick, Dave. <laughs> I had those thoughts. <laughs> I had those thoughts. Turns out, fatty likes food way too much, so I just I, kept I just kept eating. I didn't want to. I have. Go. I I'm scared of a couple 
people close to me that actually might be doing that like, yeah. or something related. Something's off. Something's bad. It's scary because how do you address that? You can't. Yeah. It's almost impossible. Otherwise, you have to go in knowing that you're going to come across in a ne- in a horrible way where they're going to hate you potentially for yeah. a short amount of time, whatever that might be. Two days, 20 days, two months, two years. Who knows? But it could really be a, a traumatizing thing for them to actually bring up. And especially yeah, if they're be. not ready to change, it's just you're spinning wheels. It's, it's sad. They, it's you, tough. You're so. spinning wheels on talking about it. I dated a girl know. that had an eating disorder uh, when I was in high school. I, I nicknamed her the giant peach because like she she was anorexic. And like you, they, they get that fine fuzz like over top of their skin and stuff like that. Oh, it's insulation when they lose fat. So I became James. It's kind with, of adorable. I became actually. James with the giant peach. <laughs> Oh Jesus! That's what my friends nicknamed it. It's a ter- it's and a you ter- loved it. And you just ran with it. It's a terrible joke. No, I, I mean, I. Oh God, it's terrible. It is terrible. It was. Oh. It was too much. Oh. I was like, I was just eventually like, get help because I can't stick around here anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, it's very awkward going to dinner with you. I just gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> No, the, the, can't do it. You're dating the fat guy, and you have an eating disorder. You know how much, you know how bad that looks on me. You know, because I never, I never took her feelings into account, Jay, at all. I was just like, you know, how bad this looks on me when I'm always eating, and you look like you. You're a teenager. You yeah. don't know any better. Oh God, I was so selfish as a teen, as a teenager. Uh, back then, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, everybody's selfish as a teenager. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, in her own little ways. Now I might like, you know, tell her parents and stuff like that. But I, I, I have seen pictures of her now. She's healthy and everything like that. So everything, hey. Everything turned out all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, man, what'd you get down to, what else did you get down to watching this week? Well, really quickly, I'll just I, I finally rewatched Reservoir Dogs. It's been a long time. Okay. It was a nice obviously it's a short little movie and it it definitely it, it, it was one of those things so I just rewatched also Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I I'm gonna bring it up in the show because it's you know, still pretty fresh and I feel like I need um, Harvey Keitel to like come like after I've had a bad day and he's just like, Everything's gonna be okay. Say see, the fucking words uh-huh, and I'll be like, uh-huh. everything is gonna be okay. You know? That I miss that guy. I, I need Harvey Keitel. I miss Harvey Cartel. And that was one of the things that I came across. Did you ever see his version movie. of Bad Lieutenant? Did you ever see it? I never did. That's oh, that should be a Jay's movie homework because I be. I've been wanting to see. I saw unfortunately. It's one of me and it's Nicholas one, Cage's, and that it was, was terrible. Yeah, it was horrible. But, but uh, it, it has this great scene where like he goes into a church and he's just like screaming at the crucifix. He's like, "Where were you? Where the fuck were you?" Have we all been there? And there's like, <laughs> there's also a moment where like he pulls over like a carload of like teenage girls, and he just like jerks off as he's like taking their license and registration, and he finishes, and he's like, "You girls have a good night." <laughs> it's complete abuse of power. <laughs> it's, it's uh, he is a bad lieutenant. Let me tell you. <laughs> yes, he is, and then yeah. some. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a good flick. Me and Mark, me, me and Mark, Mark who does a movie cocktail with us. It's one of our it's one movie. Call, it's probably gonna be on his show one point. It probably will at be. one point it will at one point. Yeah, but you should check it out. I will. I will. I will. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. And again, like it's definitely, you know, it was nice to see all those old great actors again, young, <laughs> and a young Quentin Tarantino coming on the scene and yeah, jump starting his whole career. And other than that, I caught up with the professor. The professor okay. was a very small little, uh, little, little Johnny Depp indie movie that okay, wait, wait, I stumbled wait. across. Hold on. What's up? Is this an indie film? This is an indie film. Oh, well, you got yourself a bourbon poured. I do. Let's get ourselves over. Dave into- whipped me up a nice cocktail, guys. Let's Jay's get it. Jay's Indie Corner.
So as always with Jay's Indie Corner, before you say anything else about this, I have to come up with a fake synopsis. So it's a movie called The Professor. I've literally never heard of this. And you, the only thing I know now Nobody is Nobody has. <laughs> the only thing I know now is that Johnny Depp is in it. So Johnny Depp is, is very method. So I, I would like to think that he's able to get himself into the mindset to play just about any character. And this, Jay, is a, is a film that came out in like the mid-2000s when they were doing all those revivals of television shows from, from you know, Dukes of Hazard and uh, uh, some other ones. <laughs> I'm just going to name off Dukes of Hazzard sure. and then pretend like I know what I'm talking about. This is the story of the professor on Gilligan's Island. But, Jay, it's a porno. I mean, obviously. Oh. It's all about how the professor got down with both Ginger, Marion, and Mrs. Howe, just for those people who uh, have the granny fetish, you know? <laughs> I, I, hey, why not? Why not? Why and, not? And could you, and just, just picture, just picture Johnny Depp in that role, right? Just picture oh, him I in can that see role. It. Yeah. And, but then like eventually what it ends with him just going insane because he, he does everything else on the island. Like he, he creates a car that runs on, on coconut milk. He, you know, he makes a phone, a telephone system. He like, he li- he gives everyone the modern luxuries that they could want in the 1960s, but he can't fix the fucking boat. And that's where it ends. It's just him <laughs> standing on the beach, stark naked, drunk. And he he I'm, burns he burns the boat and he's like, uh, why can't I fix you? And then he just walks out into the surf and we never see him again. <laughs> that's my kind of movie. That's your kind of, like, it starts out. No, it reminds me of the beach bum, <laughs> but on 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 steroids. <laughs> like for sure. This like this movie starts out as like as like a very adult. Gilligan's Island, right? And you think like this mm-hmm. guy's living the ideal life. Mm-hmm. He's the smartest, best-looking guy on this island. His his main competition for 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 Vag is a fucking sixty-year-old fat man skipper, and then the the freaking doofy Gilligan, who you know probably comes in his pants anytime Ginger walks in the room. So he's he's pretty much cleaning up easy. And since there's no Viagra there in the 1960s, Mrs. Howe needs to be attended to as well. So I mean. <laughs> Oh, my, my. <laughs> and she knows a thing or two once those dentures come out. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> but then it progressively gets darker and darker, right? With each with each new invention, you know, he he gets a, a spur of brilliance, and then someone goes, hey, professor. Why hey, professor. You, why didn't you fix the fucking boat yet? And he's like, why haven't I fixed that boat? And that's the thing that breaks him. <laughs> it fucking breaks him. No phone. No lights. No motor car. Not a single luxury. All right. Let me get into this, Dave. Come on. <laughs> He wades off into the water and disappears forever. <laughs> so, this movie is written and directed by Wayne Roberts. He's a young writer-director. He previously did the 2016 Katie Says Goodbye. And this is supposed I to be... I automatically don't like him because I don't trust the word Wayne. Sorry, Wayne from the Countdown Pod. But it's the Wonder Years that did that to me. Is so it? You don't <laughs> well, hear Wayne very often. Right. Well, sure. I mean, if you watch the Wonder Years, Kevin Arnold's older brother is Wayne Arnold. And, you yeah. Know, he, it's, a, it's an older... It just, it just runs me. It just rubs me the it'll wrong come way. Ar- it'll come around again. It'll come around. It'll come around. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. And Wayne Brady. Is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Can't trust him. Yeah. No. <laughs> Wayne from the Wonder Years. Can't trust him. Wayne from the Countdown Pod. <sighs> can't trust him. <laughs> I trust you, Wayne. <laughs> I trust you. Never had a good experience with a Wayne. <laughs> is what I'm saying. 
More like Wang. Anyway, go Wang. <laughs> and uh, this is supposed to be like a companion piece to Katie Says Goodbye, originally called Richard Says Goodbye, which is the character name of Johnny Depp. See, I was close. Uh, mine was a companion piece to Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. Yours, a companion well, piece to a movie and, that no and, one saw and there inside is, of a movie that no one's ever seen. There is decadence to be had in this film as well because he plays a college professor. And it does start off a little bit on a somber note because he, re- he immediately finds out that he has a terminal illness and he's going be he's gonna be dying how he long, doesn't want any kind of how long treatment. into the movie before he sleeps with a student um i was right <laughs> no I, oh yeah, yeah. that's no, another absolutely. aspect of my professor well, that's right but yeah. but the funny thing is the only thing sexually with the student is he he gets a blowjob from a guy <laughs> okay <laughs> because he's why like is that funny why Jay? not why is that funny he's like because that's no, no it's not funny i'm just saying in but this it, time in this country when people but the are, way are being but the, more but the <laughs> scene <laughs> is very funny because he but all right so first of all you're you're fucking everything up right now you're, you're firing on cylinders way too much right now and i can't even keep a straight thought let's face uh, it you've never been able on. to keep up oh, with me. never never i never can um how's my, how's my dust taste motherfucker <laughs> So, so you know, he's essentially exactly what you would think. He is just kind of fuck everything. He's just going to do exactly says says whatever the fuck he wants from now on. Completely changes everything. Uh, his whole course. But he does have a daughter, and he does have a wife, and they're, they're you know they're, it's a failed marriage. So he's got less than six months to live. So he's just fucking it. He's just going to go tell the students what he wants to say, do what he wants to do, take. As many drugs as he wants to take, yeah. Fuck who wants who he wants to fuck. Absolutely. Drink as much as he can, and, yeah. And just explore, and and he and he does, but he does have some good monologues. There's some good parts and moments and poignant things sprinkled throughout the movie, but it never quite finds its balance of drama and humor. Like you could just tell, this guy's a young writer and director, so and I'm surprised that the, he had this kind of cast in, for this kind of film. Well, Johnny Depp needs he needs things to do, you know. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> After the tourist, well, like, or yeah, whatever Danny it was. Houston. After the tourist, he's got he's, he's got nothing else to do. Zoe okay. do uh, Deutsch, 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 Deutsch. Jesus, man. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, you know, Ron Livingston. <laughs> love Ron Livingston. Love Ron. Love Ron. Love Ron. So you know, it has a nice, enjoyable cast. It's it's an okay film. Again, it's another small little giant Depp indie movie this year that I've seen that literally was not even in theaters whatsoever and i just kind of came across um and and yeah i mean it's, i think it's worth your time much it's, like the professor came but, across you boom oh yeah uh anyway <laughs> so, damn so what me, is in that cocktail david so let me ask you i can't tell you this is a patreon cocktail we're gonna be that recording true. we're gonna be recording a patreon you're episode to, for you're uh, gonna have to join our patreon to, yeah. to hear about this cocktail recipe it's Absolutely. really good yeah plug it that's right uh that's all you're good for is being plugged uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> my god out of these two movies would you rather watch my professor <laughs> or your professor <laughs> i would rather watch yours yeah i think so <laughs> just i'm not i'm not you know saying otherwise. i just have this i just have this this picture in my head of johnny depp playing a professor and he has this existential crisis where he just winds he does. up it's amazing it's, he does it's gonna be good oh man so that's what you watch this week <laughs> so uh what this is what i got down to watching i'm not gonna spend a whole lot of time talking about it but uh i started saturday morning off by watching inception 
uh, because we did a fair bit of talking about it. We said we were going to go watch it here in the theater along with like Dunkirk and a bunch of other movies. We have to get around to doing that eventually. But I wanted I wanted to just jump back into it. So I watched uh, Inception, which led me down another road to Dunkirk. And then I watched Dunkirk, you know, a, a, a wonderful World War II epic. And I was like, let's give Saving Private Ryan a spin. Let's do it. And that's mm. that is just a delightful movie. I mean, not I, I was in a mood, I guess you could say, oh, on wow. Saturday, you know, a very somber mood. So uh, but then after Saving Private Ryan, we got uh, an Amazon package, and it's like, oh, oh, what did we get? We got The Shining, and we got It, and we got It Chapter 2, and now uh, Dr. Sleep is coming out on, on yeah. uh, home video, so we have that pre-ordered, so I'm saving The Shining for when that comes, because I'm going to do it back-to-back, but I did watch It Chapter 1 and It Chapter 2 back-to-back. It Chapter 2, far better when watched back-to-back with It Chapter 1. Interesting. However... That final act still kind of fails it a little bit. But did you find Pennywise any scarier? No, but I did find the moments of levity like more funny because character wise, oh, character wise, yeah, right? Because yeah. I, you know, Bill Hader did a really good job of acting just like the kid who played Richie yes, did, did in the first in the first one, stuff like that. It was more believable watching What's them. Skill set, you know? it was good. It was really uh, like all the characters were actually really well done, and I love the, the the little the little nods that they give to to Bill uh, as he's there longer and his stuttering gets worse mm-hmm. the whole time. So I was like, I. I you know, I'm, I'm liking what they put into this, what, what Andy Machete put into this. I'm just not liking the end so much. And I just think it was just too, too big, too grand, too, uh, too CGI, you know, too, too, yeah. it was just too much. And I felt like, I know the, the runtime, everything. I felt like it chapter one was more understated and it chapter two is just very grandiose towards the end. So, uh, that, that, that kind well, of chapter one, you're going with the characters yeah. within the story. This one is just different. And then finally, it's, you could just, tell the bloat uh after lauren went to bed i watched interstellar and i fell asleep while watching sunshine (laughs) so uh and interstellar is the one that we're gonna be doing a movie cocktail for over on our patreon years ago when we had the the movie cocktail podcast when that was the only podcast we did when our cocktail or when our movie cocktail episodes sounded like garbage they sounded like garbage and they were two hours long because we just did we just did commentary on the movie yeah we didn't we we didn't edit we We didn't didn't do anything no uh and it was stream of consciousness was you know you think it's going to be real fun and then you have to fill two two, we thought it was brilliant sometimes two and a half (laughs) hours of audio and you find out there's a lot of silence and there's not a whole lot to say sometimes so uh, for, for for every movie anyway uh so interstellar is one of the ones we did way back then don't try to find those episodes they don't exist please anymore. don't yeah. i erased them from from history i occasionally release them on patreon just so people can see how far we've come you know sometimes it's nice to go I, I don't think we should do that no i've done it <laughs> i released the hot fuzz one oh just I, know, before, I know i know just before we did our redo of, it's scary you know because we did that we did that uh movie cocktail episode with me you and lauren where we did three cocktails for Shaun of the dead hot fuzz and the world's oh, end yeah. so uh, on patreon when that released i re-released our old movie cocktail episode for hot fuzz where we made a drink called the scab which was terrible i love the name though <laughs> it was a good name it just looked awful it tasted awful and uh it had little bits getting stuck in your throat and stuff like, yeah it was, it was we're, not good. we're not yeah we were we, we started off a little little sketchy with the cocktail making for yeah, sure for sure uh we definitely we definitely have refined it now oh. now it's a fucking science it's like a, one, a 180 yeah uh, until i have that one cocktail that breaks me and then i i, I 
drink myself and then walk into the waves and disappear <laughs> much like the professor uh but anyway yeah uh, so over on patreon you can check out this cocktail that we're drinking for interstellar and you can catch me and jay's patreon exclusive interstellar episode so that's why i watched interstellar because uh i knew we were going to be recording it after we recorded this episode so that's going to do it that's what me and jay were watching this week we're going to jump into a brief ad from our sponsor before we get into trailer park All right, Jay, picture this. It's Super Bowl Sunday. You're having your drinks. You're mm. watching the game. You're occasionally just looking forward to this commercial or that commercial. And before you know it, you have polished off a six-pack. But you got work tomorrow because the NFL can't get their shit together and make it Super Bowl Saturday. Or we can't make you know Super Bowl Monday a national holiday, as it should be. It's America's game. Come on now. But anyway. You're going to have a hangover tomorrow. What are you going to do? You're going to have to reach for yourself some Blowfish. Absolutely. Because Blowfish is the only FDA-approved hangover cure. It's two tablets that you drop into 8 to 12 ounces of water. You drink it down. And to me, it tastes good, too. You know, it's actually refreshing. I don't mind drinking it first thing in the morning. Uh, It's going a little far. I don't want to. It depends on the person. It depends on your mount, right? The the important thing is (laughs) it works. (laughs) It does work. It works, right? I guess I gotten used to it. I just drink it too many times. No one likes cough medicine. I drink too much. Maybe that's what it is. But it works. So you take the cough medicine. That tastes better than cough medicine. It does taste taste better than that. So you drink down your blowfish and you're ready to get through your after Super Bowl Sunday, Monday blues. So head over to fourhangovers.com. Use the promo code SMBFISH. Get your 15% off of the Miracle Hangover Cure. And don't sweat Super Bowl Monday ever again. Beat and let the music play. No trailer park. Shout out to Dave and Jay. I don't serve, but there's a new wave. We've been on since God saved the right stop. I don't want to flow until I know that the bass drop. Welcome back to Trailer Park, which has become a tradition on the show that every year after the Super Bowl, we watch, we, we go through all the trailers that dropped during Super Bowl. I will say for this year, with the exception of like one trailer, really, uh, it was very short TV spots, man. They weren't really, really willing to pay more than that couple million per but, 30 seconds. You but, know? but also nothing that were brand new, like never before seen trailers, you know, no surprises. It's, Says you. Really? Disney Plus, motherfucker. That was the oh, first live okay. action footage officially released by all right. the company for that. One. One, which we'll be saving for the end. But they're not even movies, technically. <laughs> they are more cinematic than most of the movies that we were saying, looking at. So. Just saying. First off, like it, those those trailers were more cinematic than the Jesus's role. Like, did you see that? Like I, I, that that looked like that was shot on I like our camera that we have here in the studio. Like it did not look. It looked it looked very polished, like almost like a. Um, it almost looked like a soap opera on HD, the Jesus's role. And it doesn't give a whole lot away. It's really just him licking the ball and, mm-hmm. and then he throws a strike and that's it. Like that's it's the just a little taste. Just a little taste of the Jesus. Just a little nugget. Yeah. <laughs> if you pull your piece out here, man, I'll slap you and I'll shove it up your ass and I will pull the trigger until it goes a click, 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 click. <laughs> Uh, so, man, let's get into some of these trailers. First on the list, Top Gun Maverick. My dad believed in you. I'm not going to make the same mistake. You know what happens to you if you go through with this. 
All right, so this trailer, uh, this very short TV spot, only about 30 seconds, is the most action we've seen from Top Gun Maverick promotional material at all. But it does do something interesting. It confirms that Miles Teller's character is the son of Goose. Yes. And yeah, he has that he has that line where he tells them, you know, the dramatic line. My father trusted you, and I won't make the same mistake. Oh, that's got a sting. God damn. It's got a sting for the Maverick. But uh then and everything else is the Maverick flying really fast, flying upside down, looking like he's about to pass out, but that's what makes him a top gun cuz he fucking doesn't shiv, man. I love it. I love the visuals. I'm going to be fucking Stoked! This is not stealth, Dave. This is it's, not stealth. It's not stealth. Uh, it's it's it, for me. I'm I'm catching like a little bit. It's gonna be so exhilarating and fun to watch. I don't know. Like, are you, aren't you worried that this is just gonna be Fast and Furious with planes? No, like, I'm worried about that a little bit. No. I, know, I know nothing about the director. I know nothing about the the production of the film. I believe. All I know is this doesn't. In Tom Cruise. This doesn't need to exist in but, movies. But if he's in a plane all the time, specifically in movies, not in science. When is he gonna run? <laughs> if he's in a plane, I don't get to see him run and that's why you watch he's gonna run after the firefighter pilot probably miles teller who runs into the plane when he shouldn't be doing it and he's chasing after him no no are they gonna do that don't do it are they gonna get in the plane it doesn't work for you but are are they gonna do like the the sped up footage like they do for him when he runs after him you know don't don't say that no that's that's real time (laughs) it is not (laughs) it is not (laughs) it's the same thing they do for for stallone when he does rambo movies where they speed it up they 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 definitely like you're like ah you know what we're gonna we're gonna do this at 1.25 speed <laughs> so it looks don't like- take away my moment <laughs> this doesn't need to exist it doesn't need I to don't exist. care I like it I like it and I'm loving everything that I'm seeing about it so bring it on Top Gun boom all right fair enough let's get into one of the other smaller ones that we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on let's get into the No Time to Die TV spot. You ever flown one of these things before? Nope. When her secret finds its way out, it'll be the death of you. This was your choice. My only takeaway from this from this TV spot, Jay, was the fact that those were really cool gliders. <laughs> like that's it, cool gliders, cool gliders. And we know that there's a someone says something to James Bond as he's pointing a gun to him that makes his face go. Arr! Yeah, yes. he, he does that confused puppy look, but like still with a scowl because he's Daniel Craig and he can't smile. I'm convinced <laughs> he can't smile. So it's a 30-second spot, very quick cuts of pretty much every character that's going to be in this movie. Pardon my French, but if Daniel Craig is, is wound so tight that if you stuck a lump of coal in his ass in two weeks, you'd have a diamond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then also, it just it, it, it turns up the heat as far as never before history with James Bond or within this franchise what that's going to be unveiled. Gliders with foldable wings? Like, yeah, they just hyped it up towards seen. the end of the. Yeah, towards the end of the. Uh, I do like the old school Aston Martin where the, the where, where the where the headlamps flip down. Yeah, and the, and the uh, mini the guns come gun. out, mm-hmm. which feels very reminiscent that's of very cool. of like you know old school Bond and stuff like that, Love which that. is really cool. It's a nice. They little, needed more of that in, within the Daniel Craig franchise. You think I so? Know, because my parents, for for one, always said that. See, I thought in Casino Royale they did a good job because don't they introduce no, Q Casino to Casino Royale is the only one right. that does the most right. out of he all the Daniel Q Craig movies. And he does like all the things. He's yes. like, this isn't a pen. It's like it's not a pen. It's like no, it's a it's a fucking EMP disruptor. They, it's they, like oh, that sounds awesome because it had. I don't know if that's true. I've seen had, Casino Royale like three times. It so. had 
the best balance of tone for overall James Bond fans. Right. It was like he was brutal, but the world like it was playful, it was still, but still dramatic. It was still James Bond's world, but you know, it was like he yeah. he was just a very brutal James Bond, which is which is cool. It was like the Batman Begins yeah, of James yeah. Bond. It was fun. It was good stuff. Uh, so this trailer more makes you more excited for No Time to Die, or just kind of keeps you. Same. Yeah, it's just same. It's just keeping your fire lit. It's just, it, just it, keeping it, is, it going. It is. Yeah, and it's just reminding the fans that you know this has been this has been a long time coming this franchise and you know it's it's right around the corner it comes out in april fair enough all right next trailer jay it's sonic skipping it i'm dead serious i'm just skipping it not even going to talk about it next trailer after that (laughs) every family must contribute one man to fight you're a war hero you've already made many great sacrifices my father cannot fight so I will take his place. Fa Mulan. All right, Jack. <laughs> Mulan. Uh, you mean John Carter? No. <laughs> I, but I do think that's that's a pretty apt description that you came Seriously, up with. This I is know. this is going to be the Chinese s- market. John, uh, you know, John Carter. Uh, when I was looking at yeah. it, I was like, oh. This is Disney's version of the Great Wall. <laughs> like this is or that. Uh, right, but I mean it's it it's doing a great job of playing homage to to things like House of Flying Daggers, Crouching Tiger, it Hidden is, Dragon, all, yes, a lot of Chinese cinema and stuff yes, like that. But again, it's it's nothing too original or too no, fresh. Not at all. And that's the problem. They they first dropped this trailer last summer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this has to mean something. And the first thing I and, s- uh, and then and the first thing I thought of was like, where's my on. where's my Mushu? Like, don't take my Mushu. Don't take him away from me. Give yeah. me something. Get, there's nothing get, here. It looks like there's nothing of levity in the film at all. It looks like it's taking itself extremely seriously. It looks like this is one of those films that is going to do really well in China. This is going to do fantastic in China. It's probably not even going to make its money back here in the States, but it's going to make Disney money for mm-hmm. sure. Oh yeah. Guarantee you they're going to bank on this movie. I just don't think it's going to be, I just don't think it's going to be very good. Like just, just looking at it. I'm, I'm not sure if emotionally, like what I'm looking at makes me feel in the same way the animated film made me feel, you know, I mean, even the animated film, it's, I see it as kind of like a lesser Disney film. It has its fans out there. My wife is one of them. My wife's a big fan of it. I never really liked the original animated film all that much. And when I look at this, it's just the same exact thing, beat for beat. They just took out anything of fun from it. Like, oh, were you looking for a song? Nah, we took that out. Were you looking for a playful dragon and a lucky cricket? Nah, took them out too. So what are we left with? You're left with this character. Oh, I don't like her that much. (laughs) What else you got? Uh, we got a sorceress that turns into a falcon, and it's like, okay. Nobody in America is going to see this movie, okay. and it's sad, but it's true. I'm just being honest. I will take my daughter to see it, because I do like the idea of a positive female presence on screen, but I don't know whether I that's going to be a good movie because I, of that. Like, yeah, but I don't... Just, my daughter so loves the original school, Mulan, but it's, it's, too, But so. it's old school, too, and it doesn't really look like it's geared towards kids that much. It really doesn't. So I'm like, where yeah, they, where, again, where's this market? Over the past couple weeks, my daughter's favorite film to watch on like a Saturday morning has been Avatar. That's not really for kids either, but she loves that movie. Yeah, so. but it's animated. You know, it's all like... Bright colors and stuff? So was this, Jay. This was very brightly lit. This, there's, there's The color palette for this film is... It's bright. just red and gray. It that's very bright. It's very bright. I so. don't know. I, I I was really shocked at this trailer more than anything. Because I'm gonna give I it. I was really ho hum on it. I'm gonna give it its fair shake. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna see this movie if only to give it an honest I review. You. I hear you. But I'm probably not gonna like it. But if anything, 
if tempered expectations going in, maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. It might help. I knew I, I knew Aladdin was going to be bad, but when I went into it, I still haven't seen Aladdin. it. Was bad. I mean, believe me, it, it's on Disney Plus. You know, so I know it I was just bad. Still haven't seen it. Yeah, but I found moments to enjoy because I knew it was going to be bad. Same with The Lion King. I went in there. I was like. John Favreau, that's that, that's a positive. It looks like shot for shot the original Lion King. It was, but the moments that I really liked were things that deviated and stuff like that. I was like, all right, it wasn't as bad as I thought. So maybe Mulan will turn out the same way. That's their their Super Movie Brothers review. Mulan, not as bad as you thought. <laughs> all right, next trailer, Jay. Hello. I'm standing right by you. I know you better than anyone else in the world. He has figured out a way to be invisible. You too. Please listen to me. I know why you feel like you're going insane sometimes. I'm the only one who can help you. I see you! Alright, the invisible man. This looks like the most generic bullshit I've ever seen in my life. True. This this TV spot did. The full trailer looks better. Okay. I will say that. This is the first thing I've seen of The Invisible Man. I knew it was right. coming out. I, I wish it wasn't a modern take on it. I really wish it it, it stuck with the source material and did uh, and did like a like I an eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds vibe. I don't know. It just feels like Hollow Man now. It, we, I, I hear didn't you. Didn't we already do this? But it's rated R. I, I love as Elizabeth Moss is just a phenomenal actress. Right. Okay. So so husband or, or boyfriend obsessed with woman uh, somehow turns invisible and then stalks her and yeah. drives her insane. Yeah. 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 It's fucked and, up. But Elizabeth Moss, she can fucking pull that shit off. That's worse than me dumping the I anorexic mean, girl. I'm just going to put that down there. <laughs> It's worse than true. That. It's worse than <laughs> for sure. You're looking better and better. Dude. I'm looking better and better, right? Because I'm not invisible and I'm not driving women insane, you know, for my own sick enjoyment. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I looked at this and I was like, "This give just, it ten more years, this Lauren seems, will think differently." This just seems pretty generic, like to me. I was like, "Oh, is this Bloomhouse? Is uh, it Bloomhouse? It might be Bloomhouse. I don't know. It's, it is Bloomhouse. Uh, I know it. I know it. It just, uh, it just seems so generic. But is this is this part of the Universal like? Well, Universal movie? had Blumhouse produce it, right? Right, develop it. it, you know. So Universal's just like, look, we can't really do a whole lot, but you guys are successful over they there. They gave up on our dark universe. You guys are successful over there. The mummy. Here's uh, here's here's properties that we're sitting on that aren't doing. This anything. is actually originally supposed right. to be Johnny Depp. So yeah, I know that back in the dark universe days, right? Um, and then they dropped that, and now it's someone else, and I don't care who it is. Don't I, even don't don't even look it up. Don't not even in put, the movie. put your phone. He's down. silent. I don't want to know. He's, he's he's not silent. He's, he's fucking he's invisible. Just, he's just hot breath on the back of Elizabeth <laughs> Moss's neck. <laughs> That's all he is. Uh, no. I'm here. <laughs> no, he doesn't talk. He's silent. <laughs> you just ruined it. Second he talks, you're like, I fucking knew it. I'm not insane. It is you. <laughs> it's going to steam up glass and mirrors. But it very much seems like it, it is tackling a subject matter that is that, that is something that... Uh, stalking? No. Uh, <laughs> domestic abuse. I mean, like... Oh, there's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah. I mean, she gets lifted 10 feet in the air. I don't care who was there when they saw me just jaw you. <laughs> so file your lawsuit. <laughs> I'll buy you a wardrobe you, and smile you, in the courtroom. Did you put local honey in that cocktail as well? Like, what is going on? That you was got, actually you a got ga- some. You got some good shit going on. That in was that agave cocktail. nectar, my friend. Oh, yeah. Look out, people. Because tequila is my lady, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
bringing up all the jokes tonight. <laughs> all the old super. I gotta start jokes. drinking my cocktail more. I think. I, I think gotta- you do. You've been sitting <laughs> on it for a while. I've been nursing that Einstock for like twenty minutes, man. Been too long. Anyway, I'm not interested in this movie. I could care less, and I even hate Bloomhouse even more. Even though I, I believe. Is it Bloomhouse or is it Blumhouse? Who gives a fuck? I say Blumhouse. They're gonna shit all over the thing. Tweet at us, people. Who is it? <laughs> Jay or Dave? Blumhouse, Jay. Bloomhouse. Who cares? Dave. Who cares? Who cares? But they did. But know. they did do. Uh, they did do that movie that I really liked. Upgrade. So that is true. <laughs> they got that going for them. Good on them. Good on them. You know, one out of ten. All right, let's move. On. You're killing it. <laughs> one on. out of ten. You're killing it. Let's not forget all the shitty Hulu movies that they have that go over there as well. That uh, I, I for some reason have watched at least half. I off. don't know why. Because it's lonely at one o'clock in the morning, Jay. Yeah. And there's nothing else. There's to only do. so many YouTube videos. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> the wrong segment. All right, let's get into the next trailer. Ronnie, what do we got? Some kind of fire. We got units headed out there now. I don't know why he came all the way up here. He won't survive. There are people out there. People worth saving. I I actually first right, we're finally getting to a trailer that I enjoyed. A Quiet Place 2. Oh, okay. So I, I enjoyed this trailer. Um, not I so, did, no, uh, that was an aside. Yeah. I, I did enjoy the trailer. Not yes. so not so quiet anymore, though, from what I'm picking up. John Krasinski is well, back. We, we learn in flashbacks to the beginning of this alien invasion type thing, and it's very loud. Well, this movie 100% picks up right off right. the bat from the end of the first movie. But even when they go forward in time and you know th- they meet Killian Murphy and stuff like that, I, I was like, they don't even know how to whisper anymore. Like, this is their whisper. And it's like, I can, I can hear you. You're being too loud <laughs> like, i know it seems I like mean, they're letting go m- though. maybe jaiman hansu will be a better <laughs> a better whisperer a better whisperer give us us free stop yelling that i've told you a hundred times you can't yell give us us free okay <laughs> you have to stop saying that because the monsters will come out and eat us <laughs> but the number one thing that i came across with this is they are not shying away from showing the monsters no and i i, I actually that was surprising because i feel like that's what every horror movie sequel does wrong is they're like oh, i usually agree with that people like the creature so but let's show time, more of the creature they look that bad so but again but again you're usually only seeing like the long arms yeah you know, so you're not seeing like the we got full that Monty we got that all. one scene, you know, and and the and the final scene too with John Krasinski. Like we get those like mm-hmm. two scenes where like you get decent look at the monster, but it's still pretty dark lit, so there's no detail. The first time we see one in this trailer, broad fucking daylight, and it's true, and it's loud. True. The only thing I took away from this trailer is like that is loud. <laughs> it, was, it was loud, and it was a cool little one shot. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. But I I I am still. Very much looking forward to it. I do like the star power that they have in it now. You know, Josh Krasinski, of course, to coming back uh, in those flashback roles. Uh, but then we also, like we talked about, Digimon Hansu and Killian Murphy getting added, along with Emily Blunt and the kids, the 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 one who can both hear and see, and the one who can only see. Yeah. She can't hear. <laughs> which I love because I'm yeah. deaf in my left ear, which yeah. maybe not all of you guys know, but it's true. And getting so de- I, I like the little getting little deafer, nod to getting deafer deaf in the other ear. The longer you record this podcast with me, oh, and I scream into the microphone ain't as much. That the truth. <laughs> I'll have those hearing aids on you. Don't worry, I hear hearing aids are sexy. Women love nibbling on them. I just always figured by the time I got older, they would be able to fix my hearing by now. But no, 
They can. The cure is you can never get a blowjob again. Do you take it? Do you take it? Do you? I'll have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. But yeah, as I, long as I don't lose my sight, you know. A Quiet Place Two. We the only the only trailer we got before this was a teaser trailer, and it was okay. It was uh, it, it it was just kind of mood, atmosphere, kind of reminding you of the world that we were in before. This is very much setting you up with a whole lot more story this time around. I look forward to the full trailer when that drops. But this definitely has my curiosity peaked. All right, Jay. Let's get into our final trailer before we get into like the real bomb ass shit. Please tell me that's not a Pontiac Fiero strapped to a rocket engine. Impressive. I know. No. No, that's that's not impressive. My ass is in fuego! Take you down, little brother. That's your mistake. This is my world. Damn, they got a magnet plane? Hold on. Tell me you're not thinking what I think you're thinking. There's no bridge! Oh, hell no. Nice clubhouse. The longest trailer in history. Fuck this franchise. It is like it <laughs> it's so long. It's just so long, but also so bombastically ridiculous that it shows the whole fucking movie and even surprises and twists that should not be in this movie. Four minutes and they 16. They just don't give a shit. Four minutes and 16 seconds, the Fast 9 trailer. So. It's like they're doing it on purpose. I think I was listening to Shake and Not Nerd, and one of them had a really funny joke. Do you think that uh, Do you think that Fast 10 will be called Fast 10, your seatbelts? Fast 10, your seatbelts? <laughs> it was a ha, ha, ha. amazing dad joke over there. It on, was a good on, one. It was a, it's I, a good I'll, dad joke. I'll give him that. I'll give him give that. Give him that. It's so, good. One of those guys over on Shake and Not Nerd spent like two hours coming up with that joke and then brought it onto the show and it right. went over like a wet blanket. Let me change my laugh. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> it went over like okay. a wet blanket on the show. <laughs> I like started maniacally laughing. <laughs> it's just been that type of day for me. Uh, but now this trailer reveals that, yes, John Cena is in this film. Obviously, we got the promotion. With hair. We get the promotional Tanner poster earlier <laughs> this week, and and he's Tanner, and I was just like, are they tanning him up so it's more believable that he is Dominic Toretto's brother? Like you, damn, is straight. that is that mildly racist? <laughs> Like, is, is it? Is it so? Is, is it? it? Like, is John Cena gonna I have to? Know. Is John Cena eventually gonna run for for political office one day, and someone's gonna bring it up? It's like, remember when you went brown face, John Cena, and he's gonna be like, yes. Nah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just something I noticed. I was like, he's just a very he's 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 much darker here than I've than I've seen him before. I also noticed that um, John Cena is probably the only man in Hollywood who doesn't look great in his like mid forties. He he's he gets more chimpanzee like the older he gets. Don't hate. He's got. I feel like his big ears are sticking out, and then he has that scowl, like that that little frowny face. It just looks like I did notice that. Yeah, that just, was the one thing I did notice is he has those like cheek jowl, yeah. um slits things going on, like a little bit more pronounced right now. It just movie. looks like a sad chimpanzee that just had his mate taken away from him, and yeah. he's like, oh. 
around <laughs> the whole time. But, is that uh, supposed to like resemble Vin Diesel more? I don't know. He doesn't look like Vin They're Diesel. Supposed at all. to be brothers. Like, but I don't look like my brother. Like even I mean, uh, maybe a little bit. We both have the same schnoz. You. You could tell. Yeah. Once people tell you that you guys are brothers, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, I, I can yeah, see well, Yeah, we got I the same nose. Everyone's like, yeah, you guys got the same nose. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But that's uh, other than that. And it just seems like it's it's really picking up where Fast 9 left off. We're back with Charlie Theron now as the main villain, and she is pulling out all the Better stops. haircut. <laughs> Worst haircut. <laughs> you think it's worse? Oh my god! Then those dreadlocks. This time she looks she like had a blonde dreadlocks. Uh, dreadlocks on before. Actually, she looked kind of. I don't know. I kind of dig her. I love Charlize. Is fucking sexy. This time shit. she looks like a chode. Like she's a dildo. Like all right. Yeah, I'd rather do the dreadlocks. You'd rather do the dreadlocks. I'd rather do yeah. the dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely fuck her more with the dreadlocks. Yeah, because 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 right because right now she just looks like one of the kids on on Home Improvement circa 1992. <laughs> just a bowl cut. <laughs> I had a bowl cut when I was a kid. Look, Look at those pictures. They're terrible. I wanted their hair when I was their kid. <laughs> when you I want, was that age. I had that I had that haircut. I had like the parted Everybody did. I had like the parted down the middle. Everybody and did. like set it up. And yeah. when I go look at pictures now and I was Fifth like, grade. how did I not see how much I looked like an erect penis as a child <laughs> with this with this fucking haircut? That was the style. It's the style now, apparently. It's coming <laughs> back. Charlie Staring. It's coming back. So anyway, uh, She's pulling out all the stops. She's hiring all these people, getting, you know, Dom. She's going after Dom for his defeat over them in the last film. She killed Dom. Yeah. And then she pulls his brother into it, into the action. And then, uh, Around the fifth or sixth song in the trailer, oh my God. there's about five or six songs. Uh, you know, we, we get to a point where they're fighting, and Letty is is taking on some, you know, some troops, some 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 cannon fodder that that she's beaten up. And I was like, oh, that, is that Jordana Brewster? Yeah, it is Jordana Brewster. She's there. Okay, barely introduced. Barely she's introduced. Just there, all of a sudden right. fighting. Right. It's it's Jordana Brewster. That's because they already have a big reveal of who's coming back at the end of the trailer. And then we get which again is pointless. We get like one of the most ridiculous scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. They're chasing this car, and the car jumps off a cliff. And <laughs> a fucking stealth bomber, like. <laughs> comes flying in and just whoop, just magnetically whoa look at a magnet plane they got a magnet plane right like, oh. but roman's all fuego back here and it's whoa hold up yeah don's coming up dom's like all right i got this shit <laughs> i got this shit i'm gonna go off the cliff yeah but so he like crashes first off into like a concrete pillar and then, like, it's like a branch with like some no, random. It's a like, concrete pillar, is it? Yeah, it's oh. the concrete pillar that was holding that bridge on. And oh then, like, God. he knows that somehow that that will wrap around his tire, swing him around the gorge like fucking Tarzan yeah. onto like another cliff. Onto another cliff. I'm assuming where you, of course, land. That thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. And drive I, off in a sunset. <laughs> I love these movies so much. I know you do because just, oh my god, they have been pissing in the face of physics for years and it's just like they don't they don't stop they just don't they're just like oh you think that's impossible wait do you see the shit we got planned for the next one you ever seen us race around the moon we're gonna fucking do it <laughs> that's how Dom's gonna win the last movie was submarines <laughs> quarter mile race on the moon Jeez. and he's gonna crash his car and it's gonna be like that 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 rocky moment where it's just like there's no oxygen on the moon and he's like yeah but if I get out of my car and run there's no oxygen it's for like, him man. either they did it in Ad Astra. Why can't I do yeah, it in my can't, movie? We can't do it in my movie. Yeah, <laughs> just, I, I just, I, I watch this and I just go like, this isn't for me. But for some reason, I'm just, I'm just. Down You're gonna with eat it. it up. I'm just, I'm I just know. down with it. I, 
To be honest, it, it looks more watchable there's, for me. There's something to be said about something. I think some of the stunt work looked. The stunt work looked a oh, lot the fights, better. The fights, like all the amazing. fight sequences and yeah. everything like that, it looked a lot better. But now that well the Rock's not around to 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 you know swing his big dick, it's only Vin Diesel's big dick swinging. And you know he like he has problems with him losing fights in the movie. So like he's gonna be on top like the entire time. And you know, I, I, yeah, with his blank tank. What is? Oh, he's got a white tank in this one. He's got a white one and a black one. <laughs> white when he's at home, black, black when, he's when he's working. Black when he's working. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, hold on, I got to switch to my office gear. <laughs> and then, like, and then he like he kisses that cross. Oh God! And then and he just goes to work. Bless him, man. Bless Vin Vin Diesel. Hey, man. He he did the impossible. In he Hollywood. was almost he really did. Yeah, he was almost down and he out in Hollywood. The impossible. He was he was almost. He should be. He hasn't done. He can't do anything else. He never did. He's got this though. He's got this. My God, it's, <laughs> it's, amazing. it's amazing. I can't. I can't wait for Fast Ten. I hope they end it there though. I really hope. I think it's just like the double digits. Yeah, the first one in history yeah. besides Bond. I guess technically. Technically, I guess so. Sure. If you want to, I mean, I I wouldn't even classify. I seem. It, I seem like, to remember there. I seem to remember there being a Jason X. Jay, so oh Jesus, yeah, don't put your foot in your mouth, you all right, bastard. Yeah. All right, let's get into our next trailer, Jay. It's time. Wonder, welcome home. Vision residents. to burn this place to the ground all right Jay, this is the final trailer this is the, the this is the real deal this is the whole reason that we're doing this episode it's the whole reason that i woke up today it's the whole reason that i exist it's the whole reason that everybody exists it's disney disney's making the world they just allow us to live in it jay that's the world we're in right now but we got an awesome one minute television spot three marvel shows coming to disney plus uh, obviously Falcon Winter Soldier, which we've been getting some set footage and stuff like that, some some promotional material peppering out over the past couple of weeks, preparing us for this inevitability. Uh, WandaVision, which we've also got some promotional stuff way back during D23, but now we're getting to see it come to fruition. And finally, the Loki TV series, which is the one we probably know least about. So let's talk about the Loki one first, because at the end of this trailer, we see Loki. He's, he's clearly in some sort of like prison jumper. He's got the handcuffs on. And, you know, he basically says he's going to burn this place to the ground. Uh, and this this is taking place with the Loki that picked up the Tesseract in Endgame and not the original Loki. He is still dead. Rest in peace. He is still dead. But he is uh, th- this that that Loki that picked up the Tesseract is going to carry on. And apparently he's been time hopping through all of history. Mm. changing things and uh, apparently the rumor is that he's been kind of like undermining people's religious beliefs and stuff and kind of making people worship him which then draws the attention makes sense of the the tva which you can see on his jumpsuit it says tva which is the time variance alliance jay and this is a basically a police force that exists outside of time outside of of known reality and stuff like that and they police the timeline and they must capture him at some point attempt to right his wrongs and of course this show is going to be about his capture his escape 
and him being on the lamb. And I think it looks like a lot of fun just from the minute that I saw it. You know how I know it's going to be fun? Because it's still Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Goddamn right. That's all you need to know. Other things that came out about this is that Owen Wilson is joining the cast. Uh, some people believe that he is going to be playing one of those uh, Time Variance Alliance agents. Other people believe he may be playing a different character. A lot of people think he, he might be playing Rick Jones, which if you actually look up a picture of like what Rick Jones looks like, it kind of looks like it could be Owen Wilson. Now, Rick Jones is, is not a super-powered individual at all but you know he he does manage to get himself into these type of super heroic situations and stuff like that i look forward to it uh either way of no matter who he's gonna play because one thing heron is one of the directors and she does sex education and it's on netflix and uh i'm watching season two right now it's an okay it's, series. it's a fun little series yeah. they do a pretty good job with it for the most part so um yeah that's cool i mean oh, that's good good for her owen wilson's gonna show up with his broke nose and he's gonna be like wow <laughs> wow I am the commander of uh, all of the universe, and we've been on you, my friend. Yeah. We've been on you, Logan. We've been on you. Yeah. So, and then you just no like, more. And then you just, like, jumped away, and I was like, wow. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of Owen Wilson impressions. All right, Jay, let's get into the next one, which is Falcon Winter Soldier. So, this is actually the first live-action footage that we've seen of Falcon Winter Soldier. It looks good. With the exception of kind of like that leaked stuff that they or purposely leaked stuff no. of of this is the real stuff of of daniel Brühl playing zemo kind of like doing like that falcon practice throwing the shield in yeah the trees. and i had a lot of people just just like especially my wife at work like people know that i'm nerdy and that she's somewhat nerdy and stuff so they answered it's like oh how was falcon throwing that so hard and it's like it doesn't matter he just needs practice throwing it doesn't matter how hard he throws it it's vibranium so it's going to use the kinetic energy of the impact when that shield hits the tree to get to, to basically cut through it you don't need to be super strong to throw the shield. It's vibranium. It's a lightweight material that absorbs kinetic energy. So when it's thrown, doesn't matter how hard you throw it, it's going to use the kinetic energy of your throw and the impact. So he, he can't throw it as hard as Cap, and it probably won't do as much damage as when Cap threw it, but it still should have similar results. Yeah, he's not like, he doesn't have the superhuman powers that Cap had. Right. Obviously, but he's got the shield, which goes a long ways, and he can still have. He still has his intelligence, his dedication, his wit, uh, his gear that he still has through Falcon, and he's going to utilize it all. Now we get the guys that are jumping out in wingsuits and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to speculate on who they are or whether that scene takes place at the same scene that Falcon's flying through the canyon. I don't. Yeah, care. we don't have to dive into too many I don't details care. yet. I don't but. care. And I heard a lot of people saying that oh, the farmhouse that he's at is is uh, Hawkeye's farmhouse it's, it's not if you look there's there's clearly willow trees and palm trees in the background when he throws that that shield. he's down south he, he it's that that's not where that's not where it's it's not middle america where hawkeye's ranch was but one thing i did notice about the falcon himself is his outfit it is different and if you look at the patterns on it it looks a lot like his his falcon outfit did when he was captain america the in the comic books just minus the star-spangled nature of it. But they mm-hmm. did kind of do a little bit of redesign. Uh, Winter Soldier looking fantastic with the short hair. Uh, he has that great scene where he points the gun at Daniel Brühl's yeah. Zemo. It looks better than I thought it was. I I, right. I didn't think I was going to like it. 
But you got to remember, and then he's dropping the bullets out of his hand. Yeah. And remember, uh, his entire thing was he wanted to die. Now that he had succeeded in tearing the Avengers apart, he wanted to die. And I think it was like kind of like Winter Soldier's like big fuck you to him, like pointing the gun, just dropping those the, those bullets, all the bullets right on his and face, and being like, "Still not gonna do it, bro. Not gonna do it." And, it's and like, just like ah, whack him across the head, just fucking boom. deck him. Yeah, because uh, he's he's not super powered at all either. So unless this changes the game a little bit, what are the most? He still has the arm. One of the most interesting. No, I meant I meant Baron Zemo is not super powered at all. Oh, whoa, well, whoa! Well, yeah, Winter Soldier is. He has he has a version of the Super Soldier Serum going through him, which is why he was able to run so fast and keep up with Cap in uh, Civil War. But anyway, one of the one of the final shots that we get for this for this TV show, which has me super fucking excited, uh, Wyatt Russell walking onto the football field with like a you know a stomp, uh, a, a basically like a marching band out there, and he's popping high fives and stuff it seems like it is very much he he is going to be basically the the state sanctioned captain america so we we know that they are good that the government is going to take the shield from sam and give it to wyatt russell's character of john yes, walker that'll be fun who will be the u.s agent and that, that that's going to cause them to butt heads and everything like that but he is a state sanctioned captain america so we have the possibility of the state going we have these sokovia accords even though everyone was for five years and now they're back the sokovia accords still stand so we're going to create our own state sanctioned avengers which could lead us jay to the dark avengers which is kind of interesting kind of cool i kind of like it okay but also with baron zemo we could get into the thunderbolts so when we talk about black widow a little bit we'll get some idea uh about where the thunderbolts could be coming in in this possibly some dark avengers stuff i like the idea that these shows are kind of now being used as vehicles to lead us into somewhere that's going to be in phase four or five breadcrumbs breadcrumbs more breadcrumbs yep yep. but each one of these is going to be six episodes and it's going to be each it's basically three movies it's basically a trilogy of of movies right here in six episode arcs i like as long as they're as long as they're an hour if they're a half hour like the mandalorian then maybe i don't think they maybe two movies but uh that that's what i was picking up on the falcon winter soldier trailer and then finally jay they showed us clips from wandavision this was this was the coolest one i think do you do you think because i think it's going to be the most interesting it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be certainly, zany. Certainly that. And I think it's going to have the most ramifications and implications about where the MCU is going in the future, for sure. And the potential, because this is going to be by far the most batshit crazy different product that's ever been unveiled from Feige. And I love these actors. I've always loved Paul Bettany. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, I, I I just adore, and I think they're great together. And I, I I would love, I'm so happy that they're able to have more to explore with their characters because they never really had too much to do in the franchise. So for sure. And so let's let's go through the the WandaVision images that we saw. There's a uh, lot. There there is a lot, and they all just. They're titillating, to mm. say the least. So, you know, with the first shot we get is kind of like her coming face to face with a black and white vision. And if you remember, Jay, when the vision died, he turned all gray. He lost all color. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it, they, the way they the way they do this shot of her kind of just like bent, they're both bent over backwards and they kind of like just fold in. 
reminds me a lot of like what the world was doing in Doctor Strange when two dimensions are colliding and stuff like that. Right. So I'm wondering if this obviously will be leading us into her role in Doctor Strange. But I do think that this is kind of the start of, of, of her break, of her psychosis that she's going to have. They're also going to change. She's going to be like the new Tony, Tony Stark or something. Like I don't that. know she's about that. She's going to be in like every fucking movie. I don't know about that. But they, they definitely are changing her power set completely. Because really? pre- previously in the movies, she She's kind of been a little bit telekinetic, you know, whatever that energy, that red energy was that she was using. It or wasn't maybe just explore different avenues. Exactly. It wasn't okay. it wasn't exactly explained, but right. this is clearly getting into the fact that it's reality altering powers. She's able to change reality with her powers. Her grief and possibly her psychosis are causing her are causing this to happen. Possibly. Possibly. So so we get this, we get this image of him just looking like, you know, the Beeves dad. Right? Yeah. <laughs> or or like Dick Van Dyke. And it's it's very 50s television looking and then she changes from her normal street clothes into kind of like just this this you know the mom of, black of white fif- 50s mom 50s housewife mom. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, typical hairstyle lucille look, ball type of big smile you know yeah and, and and then we get another image of her just kind of like dressed up and this is a tease to the comic fans dressed up as what the Scarlet Witch looks like in the Vibrant comic books. Red. Yeah. And then and then they do they do a couple other flashes Almost to lingerie looking <laughs> to other to other errors. Like they, they have they have an image of her looking very much like it's the Partridge family uh type error in the sixties. And uh if you notice, she has a bump. She's got a little bit of a bump going on, but they keep they keep it right right above that area and then in the very next scene they show us a, a the stairs and those stairs are very reminiscent of 1970s and the brady bunch and, and it's got the brick mm-hmm. background stuff and, and the, the hair yep. and the hair and then the very next one we get is kind of like a late 80s sitcom very very reminiscent of mary with children mary with yeah a little bit roseanne to me oh, roseanne, where it's got yeah. the hideous wallpaper in the background <laughs> and if you if you notice where we thought she was pregnant before now in the background there's like art that's done by kids and stuff like that and then we get uh, and she's wearing like these suspenders that very much like look like Mork and Mindy or or kind of like uh, Urkel and stuff like that so 90s again I wonder if they're gonna do like a different era for every episode I don't know I don't think so or I think, they're just gonna jump around I think the first like one or two episodes this is how we're gonna get introduced into it and then it's very much going to become kind of like an MCU type thing from okay. there where there is gonna be a big bad there is going to be a showdown there is going to be a climax and stuff like that it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be experimental up front and then get cliche in the back end <laughs> and then yeah and, and, and then get in into your your normal mcu type okay type stuff but it'll be interesting at least for for a little while <laughs> for sure uh but so after after we get like the roseanne-esque footage of her we get we get her and the vision standing in a living room the vision's got like a flannel shirt that's tucked in looking very much like the dad from family ties she's got the side ponytail like like in the 90s and they're looking at two cribs and there are pacifiers that are spit at them or thrown at them by two twins that are that are in the crib and the implications for that are that these children are the children that she created in the Avengers comic books then lost after everyone basically told her these kids don't exist but their souls technically did exist there was some deal with Mephisto that happened where their souls were reincarnated into two twins you know Wiccan and Speed who go on to join the Young Avengers mm-hmm. so I love the Young Avengers Alan Heidberg's um, volume one and volume two of the Young Avengers back in the day one of my favorite comic books that came out of Marvel uh, over the past two decades so 
I'm excited to see that. We also know that uh, Monica Rambeau is in this. Very possibly what some people are speculating is going to be playing an agent of sword, which has already been set up in Spider-Man Far From Home at the very end. We know that that Nick Fury is standing on sword orbital station that orbits the Earth, and he already has ties to Captain Marvel, given the Captain Marvel movie, and Monica Rambeau's mother. So it's very possible that he picks her up and she will be playing a sword agent. And there's a lot of rumors about that. And so far, everything that everyone has had as rumors for these Disney Plus shows seem to be coming true. So if she is a sword agent, that means they could possibly fit Hulkling in too, who is a half scroll hybrid, another young Avenger, along with Wiccan and Speed. All right. Man. A lot of people are also speculating, even though we didn't see it, that Aaron Taylor Johnson will be returning. You didn't see that coming? As her brother. If she can bring the vision back. I why? think so. That'd be pretty cool. I think it's going to, I think it's in the cards. That's a big rumor that's been going around. Like and why we said, not? Rumors rumors like, are turning out to be true for this. And uh, man, I, I'm just extremely excited for I don't the- think anybody wants more than a cameo anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very possible he could come back though. Could come back. It could be. It'd be, it'd be a nice little surprise. But I wouldn't complain. With all this, that's also leading us down the road of mutants. They could very easily do, and this is all speculation, but they could very easily do in the comic books. She whispered the the famous words, "No more mutants," and she gets rid of all mutants except for one hundred and ninety eight of them. Do you think that's jump jumping the gun a little too much? I think it's going to do the opposite. I think she's going to create mutants. Instead of saying no more mutants, she will make mutants. And that is where the MCU will be introduced to the X-Men after that. Because she's the one, she's the originator of Well, she can change reality. She can just make it so that mutants have always existed. Oh. They've always been here. What do you mean? You never saw that guy that chomps on a cigar and pops his claws over there and says fuck a lot? You never saw like the the fucking crazy dude that breaks his that, that breaks like every bone in his body, gets up and heals and occasionally turns into like baby body parts and everyone thinks it's funny? In the meantime, you might want to leave the room. I bet it feels huge in this hand. They've o- I forgot that she does that. They've always been here. Yeah, they've always yeah. been here, and that's and that's that's how you that's how you bring you, it in. You can do that. You hundred percent can. So it, there's a lot of implications of where this could go, where it's leading. But I think just the thing to take away from WandaVision is visually it looks fun. It looks it looks it like a lot fun. of fun. And and story wise, there's a lot of implications there. Jay, the final trailer we don't really need to touch on a whole lot is Black Widow. Not a terrible amount of new footage. However, it does solidify the fun dynamic of the quote-unquote family assassin uh, dynamic. It also is much more of like a character trailer. It seems like she's very clearly talking to Florence Pugh's character of Yelena, um, while also addressing the audience, saying like this is a story you don't know and stuff like that. But I think she's addressing Yelena and, and getting Yelena prepared to take over her role as as black widow and I, I i do believe that the by the time we get to the end of this film there will be an end credit scene for either the thunderbolts or yelena having something to do with a greater avengers story because i Florence think she is the hot young up-and-coming actress right if now, you think so about if you think about timing wise it works out you think about her like her like 2019 man she she had like fighting with my family which got positive reviews and and did really well people forget that she was in yeah because she uh, looks so different she was also in Midsummer, which critically did did well, beloved by all the indie yeah. darlings out there, and also, of course, Little Children. Not, she exactly. was one of the favorite parts, and me included, of that movie. 
uh, playing one of the characters that people normally hated in all the m- previous movies or all the previous, uh, well, not previous, but like just the book, really bringing life to that character right. as the the annoying sister, you know. And, and she was just of- she was just recently in Little Women as well. So I mean, she's yeah. her star. I don't even want to say it's on the rise anymore. It's she's she's kind of arrived. Once you've been in an MCU she's movie, you've here. arrived. And I think I think they're they're using that little bit of star power that she's gained to kind of have her character black yeah. widow yeah. forward uh some exciting things about black widow though uh just i'm not sure if we mentioned on the show before but it's fun to talk about anyway it's going to most of it take place between the time of civil war and infinity war but it's also going to tell us some stories in the past and we know things from the past that during winter soldier she mentioned that she had a run-in with the winter soldier at one point so it's very possible that you can expect bucky barnes to show up at some point in this as that would be the cool. winter soldier clearly with thunderbolt ross there they are setting up a thunderbolts type scenario here where we may get some former MCU villains coming together. They need to have fun with it. Yeah. They need to keep the the surprises coming because otherwise you're going to be able to get return people in the seats weekend and weekend out. But you the know? thing that everyone really wants to talk about in the Black Widow trailer is how cool Taskmaster looked stomping on that shield and it flies up and he catches it. You and, and shields dude. And, <laughs> and everyone's like that's just like Cap in Winter Soldier. Let me ask you, do, do lightsabers or shields make your dick harder. Lightsabers. Come okay. on, dude. Don't okay. fucking don't be a fucking moron. Lightsabers. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know, man. The way you talk about shields sometimes, I'm like, oh. Jesus, man. <laughs> shields. You know, you know what no one's ever said? Like, <laughs> we're going into battle and it's like, oh, let me grab my lucky shield. You know, it's like you have to remind people, hey, don't forget your shield. Jesus Christ. Wonder shields Woman had one too. So so everyone's like, oh, it's just like Captain America in the elevator when, when he does that. And if you remember, the way. And when, by the way, Dave, you have a shield tattooed on your skin and not a lightsaber. Because a lightsaber looks <laughs> stupid tattooed. Tattooed on my arm, man. But anyway, the the you're fucking me up. I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. You fucked me up all the time too. It's more fun that way. Everyone was talking about how that is reminiscent of Cap stomping on the shield in the elevator and everything like that. But if you remember how Winter Soldier ended, it ended with her releasing all of shields files probably including security footage and if taskmaster is able to is a perfect muscle mimic can watch anything and then replicate it that kind of explains why he's able to do that why he's able to replicate all black widow stuff why he's able to fire a bow and arrow so perfectly yeah and that makes all sense. that jazz. jazz so that's it that's all of it we ran through we ran through all of the ones that we cared to talk about. With Sonic, we just pretty much everything except the minions. We <laughs> we left Sonic and Minions behind. We 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 couldn't get through it. But Jay, yes. We're almost ready to go, but we got one more thing to get to. We've got a question of the week. You could ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? It just raises too many questions. Excuse me, I'd like to ask you a few questions. The answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything. All right, our question of the week follows up with what we were just talking about in Trailer Park with the Disney Plus footage that was being shown during the Super Bowl. I wanted to know what made everyone most excited. So we put a poll up. Some people responded and also left comments. So the question, the, the, the four choices were Black Widow and, and that Taskmaster scene, Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, or Loki. Uh, and 
pretty overwhelmingly out of the votes that we got. WandaVision won by 39% with Falcon Winter Soldier coming in second with 31, uh, then Black Widow at 18% and Loki with 12%. So some people did decide to respond to us. First up is Mr. Duty Neutrum. He said 100% he's looking forward to Falcon Winter Soldier. Don't do anything stupid till I get back. How can I? You're taking all this stupid with you. He says that Black Widow looks meh, and it doesn't matter whether Taskmaster is cool or not, because they're probably going to wind up killing him off anyway. Strong Style Ninja responded and said, as much as I liked all of them, WandaVision has him most intrigued. Yeah, Vision's not big on doors. It's fun. Or walls. Viz, we talked about this. Yes, but the door was open, so I assumed that I'll use the door. Nice. And I I do think that. I think as far as as far as what we know about WandaVision, its implications going forward, it's probably going to be doing the most work setting up the future of the MCU, and we'll probably have the most ramifications. the most possibilities to do that, too. Absolutely. Uh, Paul from the Countdown Pod, him and Wayne will both be joining us on episode 200. Yes. Uh, I'll be recording with them in the next couple of weeks, so get excited for that. We had, it's been a little while since we have had Can't Paul wait. on the show, and for the first time ever, we'll have Wayne on the show. But he said he's clearly a weirdo, because... Uh, He's looking more forward to Loki. In fact, it tickles his nethers in just the right way. I wish I knew how to quit you. So, of course. So many people love Loki. Yeah. Well, I, you know you know what it is? He's just a little rascal that you just never know what he's going to get into or do or Paul's say. In, Paul's in luck because if, if Loki is in prison during this during this show, he's going to be looking for a prison bitch. And I think Paul is just right up that out. Although mm. it's not going to be Paul's nethers getting tickled. It's going to be Paul tossing Loki salad. So <laughs> terrible image. You don't have to wash it out of your brain. Oh, there you go, Paul. Mitch from Geek Elite Media said, I can't wait to see what they do with U.S. Agent and just that clip of him high giving at the halftime show got me hyped. And uh, I, I know he meant to say high five when he walks in and gives the, the gives the marching band a high five and stuff like that. But to me, it sounded like he said hi. So I'm not sure if U.S. Agent is high, but uh, Wyatt Russell may have been while filming this show. Uh, <laughs> say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Pretty sure it's a that, certainty. That dude looks like a straight stoner. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. One of, one of his charming attributes. The Knight Rider years said, intrigued by WandaVision, but I don't know enough about it to get me excited. Loki, on the other hand, his one line had me extremely pumped for that entire series. I don't think we should be focusing on Loki. That guy's brain is a bag full of cats. He could smell crazy on him. I've care how you speak. Loki is beyond reason, but he is of Asgard. And he is my brother. He killed 80 people in two days. He's adopted. Chris Brayton over at I Like to Like Things says he's most excited for WandaVision because he just needs answers. So there may be no way to make you trust me. At Horror Show Pod said WandaVision looks most fun indeed and mike cyber radio podcast said he's stoked for falcon winter soldier but my interest in wandavision definitely went full dicaprio you have my curiosity but now you have my attention <laughs> i love that that's a great line that's a great line that's true it's true julio over at 
Contrarians podcast says, I tried to avoid promos, so just going by what's been set up by these movies, I want to see what Sam and Bucky do next. What the hell is that? Everyone's got a gimmick now. And as much as I am excited for WandaVision, I think there's a lot going on in that, that there's a lot to digest, a lot to discuss with it, a lot to look forward to. I'm still most excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier because I think it's those two characters that I like the most. You know, I don't think I don't think Wanda Maximoff has had all that big of a of a character development throughout the MCU. They give her a little bit. She has that one moment where she would have defeated Thanos if not for him raining fire down on everything. Ew. Attack everything from me. I don't even know who you are. You will. But, you know, right now she's a woman who's angry over her love being killed. And that's like her only character motivation. I mean, she's probably angry over her brother being killed, too. Uh, and that, But that's it. Like her her entire motivation has been created by death. And I kind of want to see who she is. And this show is going to definitely do that. But I don't know enough about her. But Falcon and Winter Soldier, I know those guys, right? Like that's watching that show is going to be like going to the bar and having drinks with my bros. Like I, I know sure. those guys. I know what I'm going to get. I already know that I like them. And I am more excited for, for the implications of that. Plus, Captain America, they're carrying on that legacy. That's my favorite character. So which one are you most excited for, Jay? WandaVision. Yeah, I, I just think it's going to be more of my style. Like, I think I'm going to be really enjoying the freshness and the originality of not just these characters, but also the direction of what they can do in this universe. And that's really exciting for me. All right. And again, I love the actors. I, I really just I'm excited to see what they do on screen as well. So that's going to do it for Super Movie Brothers this week. If you would like to respond to anything we discussed on the show, you can follow us on Twitter at SuperMoviePod, and you can let me know what you think of the MCU Blue Label. That's what I'm calling it, Jay. MCU Blue Label, because, you know, it started out with the MCU, Marvel Marvel Comics, you know, Marvel Studios. I hear you, man. From Red, and then it turned blue for the Disney Plus. So this is MCU Blue Label. So reach out to me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. You can reach out to Jay on Facebook, Super Movie Brothers Podcast over there. Mm-hmm. Super Movie Bros on podcast and then some movie bros on podcast we are on a podcast that's what this on podcast instagram is. it's all about and that's what the microphone in front of you is for podcasting fuck off and <laughs> and then also on twitter my new handle j underscore smb that's right and of course, if you enjoyed this episode and your nethers are being tickled a little bit by the tease of a movie cocktail for Interstellar, where me and Jay are going to discuss that, make sure that you head over to patreon.com slash Podcast, And for just $1 per month, you can get all the additional content that gets posted up over there. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great night. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.